How's it going, everyone? Uh, it is another episode of When a Nerd Starts Over. Uh, I am Dan, and I am usually, um, you know, excited for every single show, but I'm extremely excited for this particular series of shows. And we hinted towards this actual trilogy a couple shows back. So I'm going to have two people on who are totally awesome, and it's going to be a long, interesting conversation <laughs> on all things love. So today we're going to talk about the good part of love. The the I don't want to say I don't want to mention Disney because one particular person has on out of this group has strong opinions about love in Disney. So I won't mention Disney. Um, is but, it me? I don't oh, remember. It, it is you. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, y'all! I just showed up. It's cool. But. <laughs> First of all, I want to introduce from Fan Drunk Pod, Major. Hey, what's up, guys? Hello. And now, uh, a guy who's been on here more than a few times, Mr. Francis from SincereSarcasm.net, aka the other guy. How's it going, Francis? Going all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take it down a notch and talk like this the entire episode. (laughs) Oh. So are, we, are we gonna are we gonna change our voices for every episode so we have the good voices now, then our freaked out voices for bad, and our, like angry voices for ugly? I I don't see, I don't I don't see why not really. You know, we just wanna. Well, no, actually, I should be saving this for the the yeah. unannounced fourth <laughs> sex and love episode. Oh, that's gonna. You can have my awkward voice for that, that one. one. That's. Hi, I'm gonna talk like this for the sex and love episode. I don't really know how to do this, but I guess I'm involved. You know, I know um, you put something in something. I'm just not sure which way it goes. Hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be a. It's gonna feel like um, sex ed in seventh grade, man. For me, oh, that one. Be, um, that'll be great. Yeah, I'll learn a lot of things that day. All right, so we're. We're starting with the good episode of this trilogy, so there's a lot to talk about. And before we get started on all of the personal stuff, I wanted to talk about the science of love, because there is a lot of science that, that goes into it. So I'm going to throw this off to both of you guys. So um, I guess like Tony found some stuff, maybe some theories or she might want to talk about. Um. Yeah, so obviously... One of the things that happens when you start falling in love or there's attraction, there's a lot of chemical responses that your brain produces. And there are a couple of theories that I actually had forgotten about. Um, So there's a biological basis of love theory um, where essentially um, it just talks about how like almost to the point that we fall in love because we're supposed to reproduce basically. So that's why your brain produces all of these chemical reactions. Um, And that's pretty heavy on like the neurochemistry portion of it Um, because it goes into like your neurochemicals, like your transmitters, the sex hormones that come into it, because even like both genders will produce testosterone and estrogen along with dopamine and oxytocin um, in order to kind of like, I guess, for your brain to facilitate that desire to want to mate. Um, the biological basis theory also includes like your role of your limbic system. Um, and I'm trying to remember, I know that they use like love as like a motivation to have a romantic partner in order to have this, but I can't remember if I'm confusing this with something else. Um, 
where like, so there's also this, this thing that happens um, with attraction where you are more likely to be attracted to someone who is either who represents like the most important person in your life. So for a lot of people, depending on who it is, like stereotypically for a girl, it's their dad. Um, for a guy, it could be their mom. Um, for someone like me, like the person is going to be me. So the other person that I'm attracted to is going to be a lot like me. Um, so that kind of thing happens too. And I think that that plays into this, but I didn't read enough. So if someone actually knows what they're talking about and knows this theory <laughs> and I heck that up, then cool. Um, sorry. And then uh, the other one is a triangular theory of love where it just kind of goes into like the components that are required for you to fall into love. Mm -hmm. So it's like passion, intimacy, and commitment. Like that forms the triangle. Like you have to have all three of these components. Like these are the three components of love according to this theory. Um, and it doesn't really kind of go into like the science like what happens in your brain right. um it just kind of the emphasis here just kind of like more um if you guys are intelligent your creativity your thinking styles are the same um and that that kind of thing like it's it's more kind of like personality based versus over like i guess the chemical portion of what actually physically goes on in you. Um, but I think that these two actually kind of like really work hand in hand with each other. Um, the triangular, triangular theory kind of goes more like with what Freud goes into, like talking about the ego ideal and stuff like that. Um, so I think that they kind of do go hand in hand. Um, I'm not really sure if either one of these are actually thought of that much anymore, but the, the triangular theory of love also goes into like what happens whenever, like if there's friendship or infatuation or like an empty kind of like romance or just a romantic love and uh, compassionate love, like it breaks down like the different types of feelings that you can have versus where biological basis goes into, well, this is what's happening in your brain. So this is why you feel like that. If that makes sense. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is, you know, I'm thinking about all of these types of theories that are trying to encapsulate the idea of, of love. And I don't know if there's one that's been the definitive, at least from what I've read, there hasn't been one that's definitive. Like this is, this is the, this is the, the cold, hard truth of what happens. I mean, other than the, 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 the neurotransmitters being released and dopamine and oxytocin, uh, oxytocin and stuff like that being, uh, released into the, to the body and things like that. But as you were stating, it, these are theories that they, they haven't been, I guess, turned into, um, actual, like this is the law of attraction, this is the law of, of love, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> um, and I, I think it's hard to like, prove because you can't kind of standardize something like this no. you know like you can study and kind of prove what happens in the brain when this happens yeah. but because there are so different there are different variations of like how much of this like serotonin is released and when it is mm -hmm. versus like because it doesn't happen the same way for every single person no but i mean they are able to at least um measure 
different benefits from people who are in love. And, you know, I, I've been reading up on some of the, uh, the studies and a lot of these studies are kind of small-ish, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are coming to the same conclusion. So I'm going to give a little bit here of what they say, uh, does, love does for you health-wise. And this is from uh, the Huffington Post. Uh, it says that love helps improve self-esteem, uh, which leads to better care. Uh, it also, um, helps reduce stress. Uh, it decreases anxiety and staves off depression, decreases inflammation and improves your immune system. And sleeping next to someone you love makes you feel more relaxed, which helps you sleep better. Uh, so those are a couple of the, th- those are just some bullet points on the, the effects. Can you guys agree with this? Have you experienced <laughs> these things as a result of being in love? <clears throat> I think, I think, yes, some of that really is, is true for me. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I have, I have a lot of anxiety. So just some of those things that you mentioned were, um, like sleeping next to someone and it's easier to sleep. Mm-hmm. If for some, I don't know if that's particularly true for me. Cause I, I've always had like an issue with, um, affection. Like I've, I don't know what it is. Like I, I get really weirded out about it and it takes me a while to actually get into, you know, to be affectionate. So sleeping next to each other, there's the whole anxiety of like, you know, uh, are they a cuddler or do they sleep with their back to me? Or, you know, even like the weird things like, oh my gosh. And I think I mentioned this on Twitter. It's like, I was actually um, going to sleep at someone's place for the first time, like <clears throat> a full like night. Sure. And I was like, my stomach feels kind of weird right now. <laughs> and what oh, if no. I... <laughs> what if there's I, a rumble in the jungle? Exactly, exactly. Like, what if I pass gas while I'm flying while I'm sleeping? Oh, is that why you asked that I, question? That yeah, that's what that that, that was for. Because I'm like, it was a poll, Francis. Pay attention yeah. to the science. I know it was a poll, you know. And like, I was like, when is it okay to to pass gas in front of like your your love person? You know, I mean. <laughs> and so I was like so stressed out, dude. Like I'm like, I, and yeah, that was a real anxious moment. But back to all that other stuff. But yes, I, um, I agree with a lot of that though. I mean, I think, except I, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, like you said, I don't know how you can really prove that, like, definitively, like, you know, like all the chemicals and all that stuff, you know? It's difficult, but I mean, that's why I think they, they kind of quote unquote dumb it down to basic, like, well, hey, love makes, can make you live longer. It, it helps you fight your diseases. It helps you heal faster. Uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of real, like, tangible benefits that's measurable, maybe not in the brain, but, like, externally. You know what I mean? Well, if your brain is producing all of these chemical reactions, particularly, like, any type of, like, testosterone or anything like that, like, it it, it would provide a health, be- a health benefit for you. It wouldn't just give you, like, this feeling of, like, euphoria. Sure. Like, it, there there are any any there are tons of studies about how like at any time that you're in like a more positive mind frame than you are within a negative one, but like your body physiologically like reacts differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that would make sense, honestly. I mean, yeah. if, cause if you're in love, well, you should be very happy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could see how like, you know, like I wouldn't pr- like, 
market it as a proactive commercial where like, your skin clears up, <laughs> and your digestive tract is now aligned, and like I don't know, right. like you got like a better rate on insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who knew? Exactly. These these are exactly. more benefits than but, I thought. <laughs> I, I think I think that there is some truth to that too. Um, I sleeping next to someone. Um, I don't do really well with that either. <laughs> so, but I think that that's just a matter of like just not or because I kind of move around a lot when mm. I sleep, and I'm a very light sleeper too. So it doesn't it doesn't take much to wake me up once I do fall asleep. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you know I. It's it's not necessarily like I'm uncomfortable. I just think it's just kind of odd kind of thing. I don't know. I really can't explain that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's the biggest. To, the, to this date, I have not been able to sleep next to someone <laughs> and been like, okay, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> ah, see, like I'm I'm opposite of both of you. I, <laughs> if I I'm because when I'm by myself, yeah, I toss and turn. I I move around a lot. But if there's someone beside me, at least from you know I, from what I recall, I I would not move. I wouldn't even snore. Like I usually, I'm usually a snorer. Uh, but when somebody's beside me, my my I don't snore because I'm on my side usually. I'm doing the spooning mm-hmm. thing. So. For me, it's a little, yeah, for me, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little easier. I, I found it much easier to, to sleep. And there was a, uh, a you know, a, just, it was comforting to know that there's somebody right there, like that warm body right beside you. It's like, oh, okay, this is really nice. The only problem is, you know, when there's a warm body beside you, <laughs> just things happen. <laughs> you know, like just, what? Like what, friends? Well, I, uh, uh, well, you make sandwiches. Right. You make, you make sandwiches. Sure. Or hold on a second. The following program is intended for mature audiences. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. No, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. But you know, hey, look, things get <laughs> things get cupped. You know, things are <laughs> there's there's nether movement. There's just stuff that's going on, man. I'm just saying. I, oh, there's there's man. been middle of the, uh, st- things have happened in the middle of the night where I'm like, oh well, I guess it's going to happen right now. You <laughs> so. know what? I think that that's the, not to just completely derail this, but I think that <laughs> sex during that time and like first thing when you wake up, uh-huh. those I love both of those. Oh yeah, you can wake me up anytime for that. Well, as long as I know who you are. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, that's that's important. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, want you tap, there. Tap, tap. Um, yeah, exactly. Let me. No one on Twitter should be contacting me regarding this. <laughs> I volunteer as tribute. Um, no, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, that's yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's why I think that's. I think that's why I sleep so well <laughs> when when I have something Probably beside because me. Because you're exhausted after. Exactly. Exactly. I completely understand now. It's fine. But uh, anyway, uh, so yeah. There's. I mean, there's a lot of science, and there are a lot of psychological and mental benefits to it. But uh, I think it's. Uh, I think I think we've covered a lot of it, right? I don't I don't know. Is there anything else that we want to talk about in regards to that stuff? I think that's that's pretty good. I mean, I already know that this episode should be called "Things Get Cupped." <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, dude, it's like a magnet. It's just just. Oh, just I, I I totally understand, but that's definitely going to be the name of this particular oh, episode. Oh um, man! <laughs> thank you for providing that. Hey, any way to help? Boost ratings. <laughs> but anyway. Can I, pl- oh, man. Oh. can I play something before we uh, move on to the next subject? Sure. Okay. Of course. Love is a many splendid thing. What? Love 
Lift us up where we belong. All you need is love. Ah, just... <laughs> <laughs> It's, that is awesome. It's my favorite. It's this this song, the the elephant love medley from Moulin Rouge. Probably, I don't know. I just I just love that beginning part. I love when he says that stuff. It's like, oh well, there you go. It's kind of a, it's a great mashup of song titles to uh, to encompass how you feel when you're in love. Dude, that's perfect. I mean, dude, feel free to pop those out, man. Those are, <laughs> those are awesome. I mean, yeah, dude, you're, you're doing great with the cup and then the, uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> but it's, it's why you keep having me on, Dan. It's just, just t- tossing oh, this stuff out. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is hilarious. So let us move on to courting. We're just gonna- Sex is just going to come up in every single one of these. It's kind of like, well, I don't, it's so integral. You know yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe we should just add that intro to the beginning of each one of these. Or because, no. I mean, you, it, we can't just like automatically like abruptly stop. Especially like, the bad one because the bad is going to include bad sex. Sure. Yeah. 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 We have to. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll make sure. I mean, we're going to, I mean, like I said, this trip, this, this whole, I mean, the next four are going to be pretty like explicit because, you know, the one that, and the one that's coming out on Monday, the one that Josh did, that one's already there. So right. it just makes sense to have this like um, for every four. So we don't have to like worry about what we're saying, you know? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so now we're going to talk about like courting. Mm-hmm. And that's like an old-fashioned term. You know, I don't but know what that means. Exactly. Francis, can you explain? Well, okay. So courting. Let's say you find someone you fancy and they don't really necessarily know you exist. And the courting process is where you go up to this person, let them know you exist, and sh- let them know not necessarily your intentions, but your interest. And that usually is because I did that with my last relationship. I did a court. I had a courting process where I, I was, um, a, you know, a, the person caught my eye, and I spent like the next six months trying to impress them and woo them and you know if they were interested great if not well you moved on but it was concentrated on a single person i wanted them to be in a relationship with me and uh fortunately and unfortunately i guess it did work out in the end um where i got them interested in me but that's where you kind of you know you try to impress them you put your best foot forward you you give them you know, you, you, you're, you're, you're interviewing for a job, more or less, you know, the job of being a boyfriend or girlfriend or something. You're, you're interviewing them or you're, you're being okay. the interviewer or E, they're interviewing you and you're trying to kind of show them, Hey, this is why it's awesome to be with me. And that's what courting more or less is in a, in a nutshell. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, each person I ever was interested in was courted differently. And because the warning is up, I guess I can talk about one of them. Yeah. All right. So, uh, for instance, um, <coughs> back in, back in the day when chat rooms were a thing online, uh, now mind you, a lot of my early relationships were from people I knew on the internet. Um, I was very shy in person. So I didn't really get to know a lot of people or date a lot of people, you know, in, in front of me, but, Online, it's easy to be confident. You can be whoever you want to be, and flirting was no big deal. And I was able to flirt with a bunch of people and talk with a bunch of people online with no problem. And chat rooms were a thing 
back in the day, Yahoo used to have chat rooms and a lot of them were explicit. A lot of them were, you know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of role playing chat rooms and whatnot. And, um, I would they just kind of turned into that even when they weren't too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and this was during a time where you kind of trusted that the person on the other end was the sex that they were saying they were. You know what I mean? Oh, or yeah. the age too, or, the age that they were saying they were. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a time of, of honesty. Innocence. Innocence. It was an innocent time. And yeah, there wasn't much catfishing yet. So the vast majority of people, and I can, again, I can only base this off of the countless nudes I got over the years <laughs> during the time I was in chat rooms. I can only assume they were who they said they were based on their boobs. But anyway, um, <laughs> it could have been, been a not thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, in one particular, in one particular scenario, I was in a particular chat room and it was quiet. Everyone was doing their thing, but there was one person who was looking to, you know, Oh man, this is a, here's an old term looking for cyber sex. <gasps> oh no. God. But so I, we, you know, uh, I talked to this person. Um, we did our little scenario of which I will not say because it's, a, it's super weird and embarrassing, but it was a thing that we did. Were you a baby? No, <laughs> no. I, I, this was her thing. I asked I her. I don't kink shame. It's fine. Okay. Well, this was something that she was, she, she, so we, it's, um, I forget what the name of the chat room was, but I asked her, like, so how do you want to do this? Oh, and oh. she's like, I want you to be my little brother. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, no. taboo. taboo. It's taboo. Oh, that's a taboo. That was a taboo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, she was a real person um, of, of, nor- of like, legal age and everything. Like, it was all How fine. old were you? I was 21, I think. Okay, you're old enough to know what you were doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was old enough to know. But look, a, a girl wants to do stuff like that. Like, whatever. I'll play along. Whatever. It's just a game. It's it was fine. just a game. Yeah. Anyway, that same night, we ended up talking on the phone and we talked to like the sun rose. And I found that out that, you know, a one in a million chance she was in the same like county as I was in. Well, and, gosh. and we, we hooked up and. And we never did anything like that again, but the courting process was super easy after that. Like, you know, we were both interested in sex. We both were interested in like doing stuff. So that was kind of, it was a more lustful situation, mm-hmm. but it, it actually developed into like a real relationship, like something that emotions were evolved, involved and, and the, the L word was said after like six months of being together. And it's like, Oh, well, this is a thing. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So it actually, it, what was once what would start off as kind of something super taboo and weird ended up being something that was legitimate and real. But it didn't, unfortunately, didn't last very long because she ended up moving back to where she was from. Um, but it was a the the courting process was really interesting because it went in reverse. You know what I mean? Like it went from like sex to like oh emotions and oh, I really care about you and oh like love 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 love. So it was a very strange kind of reverse process of uh, courting somebody. But hey, it it kind of worked. <laughs> you know, I see that kind of well that it's starting out as like a friends with benefits thing, and because there are like real hormones and endorphins and everything that gets released in this thing as well. Like Mm -hmm. that is why friends with benefits Mm -hmm. kind of goes to shit after a while. So, I mean, I can kind of see, I can see how that would happen. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, and that's so it I'm, makes sense. But but I'm guessing neither of you have had to court anybody. You guys didn't have to go through the process of like, hey guys, this is what makes me awesome. You should be with me. I don't know that I've ever. I so courting in Southern world is different. And I was trying to look up like a definition because like what I know is being courting isn't that like it's an actual process where like the person that you're dating goes and talks to your parents. Yeah, that's the marriage process, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So no, like oh. in in the South, like, I mean, like they have to come home and meet your parents and they mm. have to talk to your parents and say, okay, is it cool if we go steady kind of thing? <laughs> Um, so that's all I remember. I've never done that. And I can only say, I think only one boy did that for me. I think my grandparents loved him. He was a great guy, great guy, but also a guy. So, um, (laughs) sorry. Um, but I, I don't really get on with parents very much because I have tattoos and piercings. And when they see me, the first thing they think is, God, my daughter has brought home trash. Uh. So, so it kind of never really goes over very well. Um, so I've actually only had like one set of parents that liked me. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I've never, I mean, I always just kind of like, I guess what you described to me is just like the act of pursuing someone like, Hey, look at me. Look mm-hmm. how cool I am. Like peacocking basically. Yeah, like, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have done that. I've actually only done that once. And that is in the current situation that I'm in. That is the only time I went out of my way to get a girl to look at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I think courting is really, it boils down to just trying to get the relationship. Like that's the end goal of courting. I would think yeah. I, I, unless you, unless you think otherwise, Dan, I mean, is, is, is the goal relationship or is the goal like bigger than that? I'm going to look up the definition of this. <laughs> I think it is like, I think with, with the current like relationship that I'm in right now, um, you know, like I, I, like I said, I, I've always been like, I never been one to like date around because like, I just, if I find one person I'm interested, I, I kind of like just zero in on that one person, you exactly. know? And with this, uh, with, uh, the girl that I'm dating right now, I mean, I knew already in my head, like, okay, this is what I have to do to get her to, you know, to get time with her, um, to somehow find a way. I mean, there was a, there was a, a place that we'd always like, you know, we, I knew I would see her all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I taught at this place, like on, on the weekends, I like teach like a, a class and sometimes their kids are in my class. And so I knew for sure that she was going to be in the, at this location. So I would plan it specifically like, like, you know, okay, I'll be in this area and she'll probably be in this area at like nine thirty two. Yeah. And wow. And I was, so I would, I would plan it like, okay, she's here. Okay. Now what do I do? And I'm like, well, she's probably going to be over here in like 20 minutes. I'll just happen to be there and start a conversation. You know, so I, I, it was like real, like methodical. Like I really want to get to know this person. Right. Um, um, so yeah, I, I know for sure. And then when, 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 one time she wasn't feeling very well and, you know, I happen to work at a place where I have free, I like really, really good access to things. So I was like, you know, well, I'll buy her like, you know, chicken soup and then I'll buy her like, cho- you know, I'll buy her chocolate because chocolate is always important. Right. Yeah. And sushi because she loves sushi. It was a weird mix of crap, dude. It was like, it was like oh, sushi. It was, 
Yeah, it was, it, it was yeah. all this stuff. And then, and then she has kids. So that I bought like snacks for her kids too. I didn't want to like leave them out. And so I bought this stuff and I dropped it off her place at like 10 something at night. Cause that's when I got off work and she was still like in like sweats and stuff. And she was like, I don't, you know, I'm, I, I feel terrible. And she's like, I, you know, I, I'm just wearing sweats. And I'm like, I don't care, you know? And, and that's how I knew like, Hey, I'm really trying to go after this girl. <laughs> oh. That's so, pretty good. Yeah. We kind of fucked up the definition of courting. Okay, go ahead. What's a courting? <laughs> because this is like a more religious aspect too. Uh, I actually stumbled. I don't know if you ever if you heard the audible gasp of "Oh God" yeah. a couple minutes ago. Uh, yeah, no. But <laughs> I came up on um, a religious website, and the main difference between dating and courtship involves the goals to be reached by spending time with a potential marriage partner. So that is right. what courtship is. It's not just like peacocking to get their attention or doing sweet things it's because like you actually like you have an end game kind of prepped maybe yeah and i was i was yeah. going to actually mention like i think there's two the, at least for us uh, secular people uh who yeah <laughs> there's a two, there's a two-tiered version of it where the first tier is dating the second tier is marriage i think that i think i think that just makes sense yeah because you yeah. can't you know because court I mean, I mean courting is just i mean courting could be whatever we want it to be it's just, it's just, it's just a, a process yeah it's just a process yeah. of getting from point a to point b and oh God, can't read this anymore yeah and and for a lot <laughs> of people and for a lot of people yeah the, the i knew that the very original definition was marriage was the end goal for courting i mean i knew so that, that that makes sense as to what I was saying then. That's why like I automatically e- equate this with like eventually you're getting married and why it sounds like get like the engagement process is because like where I'm from they're the same. So <laughs> It is. Yeah. And uh I mean it, it's there's you know look hey if you want to get you know if you want to get married go more power to you. Um and yeah. I think that, uh, and I think if not, it's totally fine. Yeah. And, and I think right, right. using the term courting, I think we were using it in the most generic and general of terms. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but you know, in order to court though, it requires, uh, something called uh, this weird word flirting, whatever that is, <laughs> this flirting process. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've never, I've been told that flirting has changed since I guess, Back in the day when flirting was like doing pickup lines and, I don't know, complimenting someone on their hair or something. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think flirting has become way more subtle, uh, especially amongst people like us who are a little more um, introverted, maybe. Um, I, I won't speak for the both of you saying you guys are introverted, but like I am. And my form of flirting is much more subtle in the sense of like if you're getting a lot of my attention – and I'm being touchy feely a little bit when, where I feel comfortable and you don't seem to mind, uh, then I think, okay, well, that's cool. They, they, they must, they must either A, just have no nerve endings on their skin or B, <laughs> <laughs> oh you know, my God, they, that's <laughs> awful. They, they're perfect. they must not realize I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I uh, there's a there's a healthy healthy you know amount of skepticism whenever I uh, have any woman's attention. So when I get a lot of eye contact and and again the touching and stuff, I, that seems to be the modern form of flirtation. Less so actual 
like overt flirtation, it seems flirtation now is much more subtle and you have to be much more aware of what's going on when it comes to flirting. Or, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys do? I mean, you guys actually flirt. I mean, we talked briefly about it on it on the first episode or in the last episode, but like, have I, you experienced flirting for yourself? I guess too. Like, have you experienced? I'm not. I'm not good with. It. I really don't. Since I don't know, I don't have like a real like you know, don't know the a concrete answer of like what flirting is. Like, I'm very awkward, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. and and it's it it just is. Like, I I mean. Like there was like, for example, the girl that I'm dating right now and, you know, I knew that I was like, okay, I'm really interested in this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like having to, to, to make her know that like I was giving, you know, I was interested in her was, was awkward. Like it was like, I didn't know how to contact her. I, you know, back then it'd be like, you know, you know, what's your page number? You know, I just want, you know, it's stuff like that. You could do that, you know, um, here, I mean, there's just not. I don't, I don't know how awkward I can make it to be like, Hey, what's your, your phone number? I want to call you or I want to text you. Are you okay with that? You know, I mean, and so I, I didn't know how to do that. And I remember I was walking with her and we're about to, you know, it's time to go. And I'm like, um, are you, uh, are you on social media? Oh, and that's, that sounded so terrible. It was like in my head, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, this, but it worked. You know, it did. It did. <laughs> it worked for sure. But it's like, that's like my idea of like flirting. It's like, I, I don't really know how to do it. Like, you know, I'm really bad with it. So, which is, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, it makes me nervous just thinking about it. Honestly. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. No, for sure. Um, so I, I'm weird at this. So I never really know if someone's flirting with me. I just think <laughs> that they're being nice unless they're being overly sexual. <laughs> and, I don't consider anything that I do to be flirty unless it's like seduction. I know how to seduce. I know how to like get that portion. But for me, like if I'm interested in someone, I guess I would say that like my level of flirtation would be taking an interest in things that they liked. Um, not necessarily so I could like them just so I would be aware of what they were so I could know what made them happy. So like if say she likes, I don't know, um, Disney stuff, like I would actively look at Disney things in places when I was out and kind of like catalog things that I'd want to buy her as gifts or stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but that's see that's past the flirting stage, I think. Yeah, but you know. no, I kind of like flirt with gifts. Like that <laughs> is that, I, I, but that's a very southern thing. Like mm-hmm. guys would give flowers, guys would give candy, like or even girls. Like so, I think that that's why um, I I will compliment a lot. I don't usually compliment people. I will compliment like my friends from time to time and say, Oh, you look pretty or something like that. But it's not necessary. That really isn't something that like I actually do a lot of. Um, so if I actually am flirting with someone, I think, I think I would consider this flirting from an outside perspective, like, um, telling her that she's cute or that she's pretty or something like that. But really flirting for me kind of ends up being something dirty. Even if I'm not trying to get an end game, like it's, it's almost always something dirty because that's just, 
that's what I am, guys. No, like, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with a, you. I'm a tramp. It's fine. No, no, like, no I get it. So, yeah, I'm with you. Don't, 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 don't see that. Just, no, I totally no, understand. I'm cool with it. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. I'm fine with being a tramp. I like right. You can't call me that, but no. I can. <laughs> no, of course not. I, yeah, look, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, a lot of, um, that shows comfort in the person that you're with. There's, if you can go into maybe sexual innuendo or being able to actually talk, talk openly about sex or something with that person. Uh, but yeah. Ooh, well, love letters. Love le- I will, I will write not like love letters anymore, but like notes kind of things. Like yeah. I do that. Yeah. That's something. I, I had a couple of experiences with a lot of notes. Um, I recall during a time that during, yeah, again, with the, uh, the courting of my, of my ex, um, in the begin, in the early stages of the, re- of the, uh, development of the relationship were a lot of little notes and like, and finding them in funny places and et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they were always kind of a, a variation of thinking of you or whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. That's cute. It is. It, it is. It is. Um, Unless you live by yourself and you're finding them, then it's great. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> and it's in your and it's in your handwriding. You just don't understand. You don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> oh man, that's even worse. You don't remember <laughs> writing them, but it's. Yeah, with a little ha ha at the end. It's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I think. That's, I think, like, much like you, uh, we have a hard time, we have a hard time understanding flirting in the sense of when it's happening to us because flirting can often be mistaken or being nice can often be mistaken for flirtation. Yeah. You know, just simple that manners. To me, and I'm not really a nice person mm-hmm. in general, but if I, I, I've gotten into situations where like, I've been nicer than I thought, I guess, and people think that I'm interested. So I, yeah, that's why it confuses me because I'm like, well, I don't know how you thought me saying good morning to you meant yes, take me out to dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I that completely depends on like the other person's involvement, and that's like a thing with flirtation that you really can't account for until it happens too. So right, um, yeah, and that's the, the thing. I, yeah. I have the same kind of thing too, where it's like, yeah, I, I consider myself like a you know a nice person, so I people that I've, I've dated in the past would always have an issue with that. Like, I don't know, like honestly, know like what flirting is, but I just try to be as nice as I can. And, um, it was, uh, gosh, I mean, how many, like, cause I guess for me, I don't really believe in surface talk, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't believe in like, Hey, how's the weather? Or like, small talk. Hey, small you know, talk. I don't small do, talk. I don't do that. Like I, I go straight into like, how are you feeling? And like, you know, I, so some people take it the wrong way. Like, well, he really wants to get to know so me. Yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. Yeah. Why do they want to get to know? He must be into me. Or the person I'm dating was like, he must be into her because he knows all this stuff about her. I'm like, no, it's because we were talking about whatever, you know? So I have issues with that. And I, I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a constant I, thing. I, don't, no, I wouldn't call it issues. <laughs> oh, I mean, but you know, it's just like something that like, it's like a, re- a repeated, like, I guess like discussion in every like relationship I've ever had. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's the danger, isn't it? Like we are, when we're with somebody, you know, our fear is, well, they're going to go and, uh, well, they're not, that isn't the fear. I mean, that's not an ever pervasive fear, but every once in a while, I'm fairly certain that's, we've thought like, oh, well, um, 
am I the greatest? Are they going to want to be with me yeah. after this? Like, is yeah. this amazing? And when they are nice to someone else, you know, the, sometimes the brain will race like, oh, uh, why are they being so nice to this person? Um, they're not that attractive or wait a minute. They, you know, like, like we do have a lot of these types of insecurities that may pop up every once in a while, which is why I think that the added the added level of um touch and maybe even just attention like eye contact you know if mm-hmm. there's other people in the room and they're talking to you but your eyes immediately go to someone else and locked on them despite the fact that hey this person over here is having conversation with you with the mm-hmm. like a group of you but so for some reason those eyes just like lock on you it's like hmm really Okay, well, I'll I'll look at you. You're pretty to look at. I'll, talk, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep the eye contact. But that's kind of to me more definitive way of saying, hey, um, of all the people in here, the person whose attention I'd rather have is the one who's in front of me, as opposed to the people who are talking to me. And that's a big sign of flirtation, I would think. Now, yeah. whether that's true or not, I don't know. But for dudes, li- ladies listening, just just a <laughs> word of advice: dudes are dumb. Be be as blunt about your interests as possible, because <laughs> girls dudes... are too. Uh, girls are too. Okay, okay, yeah. So for however, like me, I am dumb. <laughs> Who, whomever you're interested in, ladies, because um, dudes are dudes are gonna just straight up say whatever. They, I mean, I think guys are much more uh, straightforward with their interests, but please uh, let 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 the girl or guy know, hey. I am interested in you or something. Don't say it that way, but just be a lot more or a lot more blunt about it. Cause I don't know. I don't know. I, I will, I will get, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. So anyway, I guess let's move but on. I think from also yeah. that, that what you're saying about like, you know, if to know if it's flirting, if they're not paying attention, like in a crowded room and they're just like looking at other people kind of thing. Yeah. I think that I just love in general too, like, because that whole feeling of, am I good enough? I, I, I don't know anyone that that's never crept into their head at least once. So I think like when you're in a room and you're talking to other people and you've had a serious relationship, I think that like, you still can have these moments of, well, he or she's kind of standing a little close to this person that I've never met before. What's going on? Like I, and I get like that and it's not, and I have to keep it in check because I'll get super paranoid. But that also, I think that that kind of thing also, it's a twofold thing. Like is the person you're with just an affectionate and nice person? Are they actually flirting? And also how many times have you been cheated on? Because that does make an impact on things because that is why I am the way I am. Like for say, if my significant other now was super affectionate with someone else while we were out in public and I didn't know who they were, I would probably get really upset by that because that is not characteristic for this person. Mm -hmm. And also it like raises red flags for me. So those, I mean, when you're in love and in a relationship, like communication as well for these kind of situations is very important to help avoid this kind of like thing that happens because of the fact that like flirtation can be misinterpreted. So I think that that's important too, but I think that that goes more than just like casual flirting kind of thing. Uh, Yeah. 
And, and I think that's a lot of, <clears throat> I think that's a lot of, uh, to deal with jealousy, but we're going to hold off on that for the bad episode oh, yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah. So let's yeah. hold off on those thoughts right now because we're, we're only talking about the good and, and the flirtation with you and that attention, I think is very much the good. Um, and, and part of the good also, I will say, let's just say moving five, 10 years into the future of if you're with somebody. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's good that, that it evolves from, they don't always have to be staring at you now. They can talk to other people and be perfectly fine. And that, that level of comfort. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like there's, you, you develop that level of comfort and you develop that level of like, okay. This is, this is good. Like, you, you're still in that good place. But, um, I'm gonna just say that, uh, there are signs of the fact that we're in love that creep up that are very good, uh, that are very good things when you're feeling the love. And I will start by saying that I love the, the term falling in love because the word fall is a very apropos when you're, gaining these emotions for somebody because you know the moment you're falling you start off kind of slow at first before you pick up pace and sometimes when you're falling it's a little unexpected you know if you trip and fall it comes out of nowhere you know no one actively like says i'm gonna go fall now you know <laughs> very few people do that on a regular basis where i'm just gonna say hey look there's the there's the ground i'm gonna go fall towards the ground very few people do that so it's usually unexpected and i think the concept of falling in love is definitely um i just i just really love that term because it is true it's it, it, a it's unexpected and b it is that gradual build up of like oh i like you oh i really like you oh i really 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 like you and so on and so forth thank you carly ray jepson and then you end up turning into turning it into into love <laughs> in the end so uh yeah uh what happens I, I- I don't, I guess I, you know, it's weird. Like I said, like, um, I'm very, I mean, like I said, I, I'm real awkward in like relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, just cause I guess like, I'm like so unsure of like myself, you know? Um, so for me to like, really like know, like, oh gosh, I'm in love with this person. It, it's really tough. You know, like I, I really have to look at it. Like I look at it like, you know, can I, can this person like understand like what I need has in like, you know, I need, three hours of like video game time. Like <laughs> that's like who I am. And it's not just because I love video games because it's for, for anxiety reasons. And, and it's, it's just my, my way to cope with stress, you know, right. and it's therapy. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can, can someone deal with the fact that, you know, I, I am, you know, I don't believe in like, you know, small talk and service talk and I am a nice person and I'm, I'm really going to go out to know people, but not try to get at them. That's not my, my purpose. And now it's like, well, I have a daughter now. Mm-hmm. does my does my does my daughter like you you know because that's yeah. a big deal too mm-hmm. you know that's a huge huge deal if you can't get along with my kid and you're, i might i don't feel with my you know safe with my kid around you then that's not gonna work you know you know um so falling in love has changed over 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 time for me you know and if i wake up and you're like the first thing i think about and when I go to bed, you're the last thing I think about. Then I mean, that's probably the, the main like key for me. It's like, okay, I'm worried about you all freaking day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. 
I mean, that's mildly negative um, in the sense of the worry part, <laughs> no, but I get where no, you're no, coming from. No, no, it's not. It just means that you share concern. I get that. Okay. I mean, I don't worry all day that something bad's going to happen to her, but I do think, okay, well, I haven't heard from her for three hours. Let me check here, here, and here and see if, you know, everything's yeah. okay and that kind of thing. So yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I, I mean... You care about their general well-being. That's yeah. true, but... Uh, I'd like to take that as that's unconditional. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think I think um, that their well-being is on your mind constantly uh, is a sure sign that you're falling in love. And with that, I would have to say that the fact that they're on your mind at all, pretty much all the time, is a very good indicator. Um, yeah, I have a tendency to worry that they're exhausted from running through my mind all day and uh, oh. <laughs> oh is this how you flirt francis this is it right oh, oh man i can tell you how this is not gonna work in certain places it would absolutely work on a girl like me because i love dad jokes and shitty pickup lines so. <laughs> and so right you know at, <laughs> but no say like no but it's, it's true they you know um if I'm interested, like when I'm just interested in somebody, you know, they're not really on my mind all day. Uh, they don't, I'm not thinking about them all the time. I'm just interested in when I think about them. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's developing, obviously it develops. I don't know for a lot of people, but that usually it's a, it's a slow buildup. What, the re, the only way I know that something is not just lust or not just like, Oh yeah, I really like this person. I kind of want to is when. The, sadly, it's when the negative stuff starts coming in. When you worry about their well-being, not, again, not negative per se, but like when you're afraid for them or when you have all this overwhelming concern and those are the, the thoughts in your head on top of like, oh, I really like when I get this, you know, when I see them. Oh, you know, um, you use the, you start using words like beautiful or, yes. you know, you start using the words. I mean, you don't, the, beautiful is a word you reserve for just, you know, that's the elite right there. You know, you don't really throw that word around unless it's art or something. You can definitely say that about art. But even then, I mean, even then I don't say it towards just everything. No. Like for me, I think my most common like thing that I would say, the word I would say would be like gorgeous. gorgeous. And then less common would be stunning. And then even less common would be beautiful. Like, so I could see like. Yeah, I agree with you. Beautiful yeah. is a word that you, you reserve for something that actually is like. Because, yeah, because well, like yeah. yeah, for me, beautiful takes literally takes my breath away in the sense of, I mean, I could just just seeing them, you know, your heart starts you get phys you're physically changed yeah. when you see these people. Yeah. Your heart yeah. starts beating faster. You got the, the butterflies in your stomach. Um, yeah. It's. It's an, it's just an immense, uh, it gets, it, it's, it almost gets exhausting, the kind of emotions that are going through your body, the kind of physical, actual reactions that happen through your body. You know, um, you feel everything intensely, the good and the bad. You feel everything much more when it's in regards to this, to the person you're in love with. And when you're, you know, and when those, those, those feelings kind of, merge together it can it can i mean again I'll, I'll save kind of the bad part because there is you know that can lead to heartbreak as well um yeah and and it can lead to just immense um depression and things like that like but i'm gonna i guess say save that for but the bad but 
also, I just want to say too, like hurt and the end of relationships and all of the bad things, good things can come out of them too. Like I've been put through the ringer quite a bit. And when I say like, I'll get paranoid and think that someone's cheating. Mm -hmm. That's also me being mindful of that. Whereas I haven't been before and I'm introspective enough that I keep it into check. So it's not also, it's not always a bad thing that you notice patterns. It's not always a bad thing that like Mm -hmm. you got your heart broken because that, that teaches you something about yourself too. So Even the ugly parts of love, good things can come out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I agree. I agree. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that the learning aspect is definitely something, uh, I have. It sucks, but, embraced. but it's good. Yeah. But let's, <laughs> I guess we should jump back to, to, to the good again. Um, because yes, uh, speaking of beauty and looks, uh, I had mentioned this previously, but your, attraction towards other people becomes dulled and i mean in the sense of hey the person you're in love with is in multi is in just technicolor just just there on the screen just this it's like um what do you call it pleasantville where the person is just in color and everything else is in black and white yep and yep i think it's the only person in the room yeah and 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 even yeah you could be surrounded by victoria's secret models but that one person Mm -hmm. She's all, like, all you see. Um, and that's where those love songs kind of get it right. You know, I've been, mm-hmm. I've been really thinking about love songs a lot lately, uh, in preparation for the series and things like that. Yes. And as, as, ex- it, well, the thing is, as exaggerated and as kind of hyperbole as a lot of love songs are, weirdly enough, they get the breakups really, really right. But yeah, the, the, the well, that's the first thing you want to do whenever you're hurt is get it out, yeah. and that's where all the breakup songs come from. And it's people getting it out exactly, and it's super accurate. Like a lot of the emotion that happens with the breakup songs is accurate. But I love that these love songs are so exaggerated because there is a point, uh, there is like this time period mm-hmm. called, I guess, the, the the honeymoon period where everything is exaggerated, where everything it's that euphoria, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a drug that you're on and you're, you're you're feeling everything just intensely and I love that I think that's one of the best parts of of falling in love and being in love is that everything is um things taste better you know things smell better um things that make you mad don't really make you as mad like it, because your brain is switched on to a positive point too like I've noticed that like. There have been several things that have pissed me off <laughs> here in the last like three or four months. And um, it's not nearly as bad because I have this really good thing in my life. Exactly. Like, it's, weird. it's weird. I think even for like, I think one thing I, I noticed that if I'm like really, really like in, you know, have deep feelings with someone is like, I like we all have our schedules that right? we all, we all know what we do every single day. And there's like a routine. But when you're with someone or you have these deep feelings, you change everything. <laughs> yes, yes. You change everything. So to, to get as much time with that person, it's like, I, and that's what I do, honestly. Like, it's like, how can I maximize? Yeah, maximize and love. Those are two romantic terms that go together. Yeah. But how do I get as much yeah. time? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh man, man. we're Rush. not talking. We're not talking extends. Okay, talking- <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> we're talking maximize. We're like, I want to know, like, okay, I have like this three hour gap in my day. Mm-hmm. Maybe, 
But if I know that I'm going to have time with this person, I can find a way to make it four or five hours. You know, it's, it's oh, like yeah. changing yes. things around your world so you can revolve around their world, you know? Yeah. Do you ever try to have like a, like, a, I don't know, a 15 minute or a 20 minute phone call and it turns into like three hours? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that kind of thing, too. Yeah. You, know, like, you hang up. No, you hang no, up. No, no, that, no, God, no, yes. no, 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 no. It's so cute. I've never had that before until now. And it's the cutest thing in this world. You guys guys make me sick. It's so cute. Eventually I'll hate it, but I'm probably, I don't know, but I've never had that before. We're like, you know, before when someone's like, Oh, it's really hard to hang up. And I'm like, well, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) But like, but it really, that is like another thing to me where it's like, okay, so you know what? Those feelings really weren't there for me. Whereas now it's like, I really don't want you to hang up. And when yeah. you hang up, it hurts my feelings. Like, <laughs> No, I, I, I understand that. Even yeah. though it took you 20 minutes to do it, I feel like you abandoned me. Like, <laughs> Right. Well, because that's the other thing is you really want this person around you at all times. And and pretty yeah. much with everything, everything you do and everything they do, you kind of want to be a part of. You're you're. Min, you know, for the gamers out there, you're min-maxing your relationship. In other words, you ooh, know, that's awesome. Yeah, you're. There you go. And well, you're, you're you're trying to maximize as much with as little as possible. You know, you're trying to maximize, you know, with as little effort as possible. And you want to be able to spend that time with them for sure. And I and I, Dan, I, you know, you're right. You know, you make the time. You make the time for these people. You will find hours you didn't know you had will oh, yeah. just pop up out of nowhere. When I'm in love, I get the least amount of sleep. Like, mm-hmm. the least amount of sleep. I do not know how I function the following day because I am either too busy texting them or talking to them on the phone or whatever. Or and, other activities that you might have done with them. Or other activities. or Yeah, well, I'm, I'm talking about right now. <laughs> just saying, come on. That too. And yeah, like, you know, okay, let, let's bring that in there as well. Okay. You know, you want to be able to, to fit in sex as much as possible as well. Cause you can't get your hand. Yeah. Well, fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, God, you know. that episode's going to be so great. I it's, can't oh, wait. It's gonna be, oh, <laughs> oh man. The precursor for it is already amazing. The sheer innuendo <laughs> is, is strong, but uh, yeah, like you, you want to be able to have that closeness as much as possible in them all time times and and um it's important to have it really you know it's it's really important to have that part and that's kind of the 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 positivity of fall or the one of the best things about being in love with somebody or and the love is is equally strong on both ends is that you know both of neither of you can keep your hands off each other neither of you can stop touching each other and like kissing in public and like putting your hand in their back everything that i always i i know i'm in love when everything that i always thought was repulsive in this regard like pda and everything suddenly becomes not so that's when i'm like oh fuck here we go this is actually what's happening because now i'm like well no i do want to hold her hand in public and maybe she pinches my butt or something. (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Maybe I kiss her in the grocery store or, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, fuck. Well, yeah, you know, it's love when you gross, (laughs) you know, it's love when you gross other people out, you know, when you, when you're getting other people anxious because you're too busy, like, (laughs) yeah, holding their hand or again, having your hand in their back pocket or something. I mean, all that gross stuff. (laughs) I, I look at that stuff and like nowadays I look at it 
And it's because I'm not in a relationship. I look at him like, oh my God, guys, get a room. Oh, jeez, <laughs> you have to do it. Oh. But then I, I, you know, I had to take a second and remember like, I was like that once where I, I couldn't get, keep my hands off this person. Sure. Like, you know. So you guys are, you guys are both okay with, well, I mean, I guess now, right, Major, you said that now, I mean, you, you kind of did a, a full like 180 on that now or the relationship that you're having right now. You're okay with that stuff now with PDA. Yeah. And I want it. And it's different than like being, I still see people in public and I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. And it's like a <laughs> conflict in me now, but it's like, what's good for the goose is not as good for the gander kind of thing. Sure. Um, but like, I, uh, yeah, no, I, I do like, and I think of really stupid things. Like if it's raining, I just want her to stop outside and kiss me or like just oh, really yeah, stupid yeah. stuff but i want it mm-hmm. you want you want and, yeah the, the, the <laughs> cinema movie-esque i yeah and that's it i want what i've been fed my whole life that i want it now like mm. and i believe that it's possible and i get why people like that so to me that's that is how i know that i'm in love like yeah. um and i'm with you like i love the whole aspect of falling yes um for me it's a scary thing because i'm a control freak um and you have no control here so i have these moments of where like i'm absolutely on about it and i love it i love all these feelings and then it hits me and i get scared and i kind of back up a little bit Mm. (laughs) so um that but it's that's what i was saying earlier like even the negative that negative aspect to it is good because when i come back down from that i'm like it's even worse like i'm in love like i'm like it solidifies okay well i feel safe enough to go back into those good feelings kind of thing and so the freakouts are not as intense kind of thing so like to me that says a lot whereas before um it was more of I was okay with the idea of physically being around someone and being committed. And then I would get scared because I didn't want to be committed. Like it's not a matter of, it was not a matter of feelings. Yeah. That Whereas now there are a lot of very disgusting feelings going (laughs) on in my head. And it's, it really is one of those things where it's like you make time for them. Also, if like you have like a regularly scheduled thing that you do during the week and it doesn't happen, it feels like something's missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. feels like I get that whole feeling of like feeling incomplete and, yeah. you know, feeling like you're not a whole person or feeling like you couldn't survive without them. Even though like you yeah. probably could, you would survive, but you wouldn't be living. Yeah. Like you, you, you'd be probably a shell. Like I completely understand how that happens now though. Like, yeah. So I think for me, like that's those things lining up that that's how I know that this actually is love. And it's not just me being like, okay, well, I think it makes sense for us to pay our bills together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that, that's the thing. It's, yeah, no, because love makes you question kind of, it, it becomes an existential question almost because it's mm-hmm. like, hey, there's this other person who wants to share their actual life with you. You're not just one person anymore. You're two. You, mm-hmm. you know, when I, when I'm in love with somebody, I, and, and, you know, the, the love is equally strong back and everything. Like it's, it, you, you get this, uh, not panic, but you get this, 
internal dialogue in your head, at least for me, where I think, okay, you know, this person can be doing anything they want with anybody they want to anywhere else, but they choose to spend their time with me. And what I do directly affects what happens to them. And what they do directly happens affects what happens to me. And it's like, you know, you, you get this, you get this overwhelming feeling of like your identity has evolved. You know, you've become, you've turned from Raichu, from Pikachu. You know, you've, you've become, uh, an evolved individual in that sense where you're, you have new powers and you have new abilities and you have <laughs> new, uh, you know, you have all these new things that, that really, uh, you have to think about. And it's, it's a, it, it can get a little scary sometimes because, you know, right. you're, you're now sharing, you know, what was once your life is now our, you know, the word is ours. Yeah. 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 That is another thing. It's, it's ours now. Yeah. It's not, and, you and still have your individual selves. Sure. I think that that's extremely important for an oh, actual cool. positive, good relationship, yes. but there's an hours and, it's comfortable and it's not even just comfortable because there's a bad part of that, but like it's natural. Mm -hmm. Right. right. It is. Yeah. No, it's very natural. And it's, it it allows you to, again, you now think outside of yourself, you know, you uh, maybe were a selfish person before, but your selfishness now includes someone else. So when you're being selfish, you're actually thinking about two different people. You're you're yourself and your significant other. So you're thinking about two people at the same time, quite Mm -hmm. often when you are in love with someone, because again, everything you do for the most part can have a direct and, and, and positive slash negative impact on the person you're with. Uh, which leads me to, um, going all the way back around, uh, to, I guess, um, attraction. Uh, we'll finish off with attraction only because I, I wanted to, uh, talk about it in the sense of, you know, attraction is so unique for per individual. You cannot hardline attraction, uh, for instance, for myself, you know, um, if you couldn't tell based on my voice, <laughs> I'm Asian. <laughs> and I, and, um, <laughs> uh, and I am Filipino, but, um, I had not for many, 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 many years been attracted and t- attracted to anyone of my own particular race. Um, it wasn't because people called it, you know, <laughs> it was teased that, oh, your race is toward your own race. No, that's, that's not, that's not the case. Attraction is again complicated. It doesn't just, it's not just looks, but I never f- had an attraction towards someone who resembled me. Um, and sometimes, and then, you know, on occasion it happens like, oh, well, there you go. Uh, it, 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 it tears a barrier down sometimes when you're attracted to something that someone, sorry, not something, someone that, that you didn't know you'd be attracted to previously. Um, personalities that you didn't know you'd be attracted to, uh, you all of a sudden, for some reason, the right chemicals and the right circumstances fall into place. And you're like, oh, this is a personality I really like. Um, they say the right joke, you know. I, I'm always interested in someone with a sense of humor. I, I, I think, I think for a lot of people, uh, uh, humor and, um, not necessarily comedy, but like the, the ability to, to tell a, not even a good joke, but just being able to laugh at things and, and, and have a good sense of humor to me is very important because I like to laugh a lot. You know, I, I prefer to right. laugh at pretty much everything. And, 
um, sometimes a person will say a joke that blows my mind because it's so such an obscure reference or it, it it's something that no one would ever say and it's kind of like wrong but at the same time really the way the reason it's wrong is why it's really funny you know I, I i really like that stuff and so you start picking up on these things and i guess i guess to just kind of sum it up it's just like you know attraction isn't always physical isn't always just a physical manifestation of a person. Yeah, somebody can be pretty, somebody can be hot or whatever. But when it boils down to the individual pieces, it's really how you, the way you interact and the, and how they are as an individual, um, really will, can definitely stand out over looks. Um, which is why my terrible, terrible, you know, self will look at a couple where there's an obvious, like, level of, of attractive difference like wow this dude is super dumpy and goofy looking and this girl is model-esque like why are they together why are they even married is it money like my first thought is it money and it's not that's obviously obviously not always the case but it's like oh well this person must really have this awesome personality or this awesome uh persona for this person who equally has an awesome persona as well. You can't just judge a person by their looks, but like, it's really funny to, to kind of have this weird expectation that, you know, a 10 has to hook up with a 10, you know, like it doesn't, we outsiders really, um, can skew, can skew that. I don't know. Am I, am I just rambling, but am I, am I weird by thinking this stuff, you know, cause no, I, but I think that we could actually add that into like the sex, um, episode that we have because that plays a lot into that too yeah so i think that we could probably expand on in that episode in regards to this because like the whole thing of what opposites attract and like that kind of thing that sort of that plays into that so i think that that would probably better be expanding on in that episode sure so dan did we did we do a good job did we do what we We did no it it's funny because you mentioned that. I'll just say a real quick story. Is because there's actually th- this couple that I see all the time, and I always say that like, oh my gosh, how did that happen? Like, yeah. how does that happen? And I start looking at my own relationship, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm that guy. <laughs> I, I've said that often. Uh, I, like, I was in a relationship, that- I would say, say the same thing about myself. Like, how did this happen? This is not right. <laughs> Why am I with this person? So I get it. I get it. It's just, it's funny to kind of see it on from the outside looking in, but uh, yeah. yeah. But, but you know what? Um, We're going to end on that note. I mean, there, I, this, I mean, again, I mean, we can literally talk about this stuff for like hours and hours and hours because it's just so interesting and we have so many different like takes and stories and, I, and I'm real bummed that we have to uh, do to like, I, I got to be at work in about an hour, but I, I, I'm very happy. I, I thought this this episode was awesome, mm-hmm. and I can't wait. All the mushy, mushy, mushy stuff is done. It's, oh, is it? It's done. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know wait, about wait. that. I mean, mushy will be for the final. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> but as in, like the feeling and like the the happy, happy, happy stuff mm-hmm. is 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 done. We're gonna get down to like. The uglier part of of love for the next two. So I'm excited. We're going to do this again next week. So again, thank you, Major from Fan Junk Prod. You want to also plug anything else that you're doing? 
Uh, I don't think I'm doing anything else. Um, we're supposed to actually record our fourth episode today. So our episode for Jurassic Park, hopefully, will be out soon. Um, we were supposed to release it in June. So <laughs> don't hold your breath. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that actually is coming out soon. So I'm pretty excited about that. Awesome. All right. That's awesome. And so, uh, and for you, Francis, anything you want to plug? Uh, I did uh, Super Geeked Up recently as a guest co-host. That's on YouTube. That's how Dan and I met through this uh, show by, hosted by uh, Jeff Burns. It's a comedy uh, kind of improv show. So go check it out on YouTube, Super Geeked Up. But for all the stuff that I'm doing, including that show, it'll be on SincereSarcasm.net. And find me at AKA the other guy on Twitter. Uh, love to see you guys on there as we talk and interact so that's cool that's that's it <laughs> all right so again thank you guys again this is dan and this is when a nerd starts over